so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. You've got stuff. Picture at Los Angeles 2018. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then we talk about it. And we just watched season seven, episode 22, Rose Portrait of a Woman, which aired on March 7th, 1992, and is the one where... Rose takes sexy photos for Miles' birthday, and Dorothy teaches motivational speaking. I have lots of questions about Dorothy's career from this episode. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, just sort of why she does what she does. I... Because, like... Yeah. She's a substitute teacher, which, like, I think everyone of our generation... Substitute teaching isn't necessarily a career. It is something that, I guess, retired teachers would do to make extra Mm -hmm. money. And I guess she would probably be in that boat. She probably taught full-time in Queens or Brooklyn, you know, back in New York, and maybe even in Miami. But, like, for the whole duration of the series, she's just been a substitute teacher. How does she make that much money? I don't know. I mean, because she's not living off of her husband's pension, even though I guess he's paying her alimony. Yeah, maybe. So there's that, plus Sophia's Social Security. Yeah. Plus maybe Sal's pension. Maybe. From, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess they're kind of... Yeah, it just... It's interesting that to her... And again, like we don't know how much Dorothy is actually going in and teaching, but if teaching is so important to her, like at one point you said, like why, is it, why doesn't she just teach full-time? Yeah, she has so many so sort of like, to her. like moral standards for being a teacher and she, she takes it so seriously, which is so amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great thing. We yeah. need that more, but with teachers. But like why doesn't she just then teach full-time? Like what is she doing other than substitute teaching? I don't know. I mean, we know she, you know, trying to save the wetlands. Well, but that's like a, that's like a, that's an event. <laughs> that's a one-time thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what is she doing with her time? She's not buying a nectarine, no. you know? She's not working at the art gallery or the, or for yeah. the local television station, like the other girls. Like, yeah. she literally, I mean, she kind of does what I do for a living, which is not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we jump into the episode, how's it going? Mm. Let's. I feel like now that we only release every other week or so, we don't so, see each other. Yeah, we should, we should catch everybody up on yeah, things. So How guys, are you? We should probably maybe even explain like why we're doing what we're doing, like what's coming forward. Well, I think we have explained to people have that we? we also the reason we started going to every other week is a to just like it. you guys, we don't want this to end, so we're really dragging it out. But you know, we, like, you and I are also planning other things after the golden sure girls. but also you and i live a lot further apart That's because true. i moved in and so. in la when you even though we technically probably only live seven miles away from each other <laughs> in los in angeles LA, though that, it might as well be a hundred miles yeah. yeah um yeah so no, i so i moved into mm-hmm. a new apartment with michael on oh, did, did we, you move far away across the hall wow literally i am so lazy that i only moved across the hall to a one bedroom so michael and i now have a one bedroom and uh it's great did we give him a golden girl's name like stan 
I, I don't think so. Did we give him miles? Because if so, I feel so bad for him. We may Because this I, episode also enforces, thank God this is the last episode we see Miles. Thank <laughs> God. Oh, I fucking hate that piece of shit. After the last episode, the, the Midwinter Night's Dream episode, a lot of you guys weighed in with, with how much you also dislike Miles. And some Thank of you, God. some of you weighed in. You were a little upset at how much we were shitting on the episode. And it's funny because... We recorded them both at the same time. So then you guys were like, stop shitting on it. We love it. And we're like, we already recorded the other one. Um, <laughs> you guys know, at the end of the day, even we love if we every shit, episode. We love every episode. Except for the Empty Nest episode. We love every episode. <laughs> it can, I don't know. It can just be kind of fun to... I mean, I'll watch the Empty Nest episode just to hear um, Rita Moreno at the very end say, George... Never die. <laughs> like, I'll watch it just for that. I love her. I love her too, but that episode is, that is one we will shit on. Yeah. And I think it is acceptable to shit on it. Yeah. Uh, but it is a part of the Golden Girls lexicon. It really is. Um, one other thing I want to say before we jump into the episode is, I know if you go back and listen to old episodes, I, at times, have plugged the True Crime Podcast Sword and Scale as being a big fan and everybody should listen. I kind of take it back now. Why? What happened? I, I've unsubscribed to the podcast. Wait, what I've happened? Unfollowed. This is dramatic. The guy who hosts the podcast, Mike Boudet, I just, I don't, I don't like him. Wait, what? He's Wait, this on, is I know, bold. I know, I know. This is big. And not so, about the Golden Girls at so all. So if you... What I'm, true I'm crime sure murder mystery weekend did you go to that ruined this for you? Nothing. He just, he's picking fights with people on Twitter and from his podcast account and... In what way? He, he just, he just gets into fights with people and he he posted recently he posted a tweet that just said Adnan did it and if you guys is know that why, is that why you unsubscribe you, because no no, he, no if you guys know me and I'm sure we've gotten into another podcast before I am a big supporter of Adnan Syed from the serial case yeah. I've I've gone down all the rabbit holes of all the spinoff podcasts I've gotten to know Rabia Chowdhury who was the one who brought the the, the story to Sarah Koenig but he got into it with Rabia on Twitter, and I think he's just kind of a dickish guy. I unsubscribed to his podcast a while ago, and I have stopped listening, but yeah. I'm going to put it out there now. Is it and because I know, of the Adnan accusation? Well, it, that that was this morning and that, is that that happened. Is that when you clicked unsubscribe? No, I clicked unsubscribe months ago, and I forget why, but it was probably something very similar. So I'm just walking it back. I'm saying that I have unsubscribed. He I don't know. I know he's a huge Golden Girls fan, which is a bummer because that's how we started like talking on Twitter because he yeah. was a big Golden Girls fan. I still enjoy the podcast. I'm definitely subscribed to it, but I don't. I don't. I don't follow the. I don't follow the tea and the shade that's, on the Twitter. That's totally fine. I'm just. I'm saying that as someone who has supported it on and maybe this podcast, he has a different. I'm just saying. You're I know. Pulling your I'm, support. I'm pulling my support. You know who I will never pull my support from. Real crime profiles, Jim Clemente and Laura Richards. You oh, know he's why. also in a little bit of hot water this morning. Oh, I don't know if happened? you've seen that. We can talk about it offline. No, tell now because we're already on it. Mm. I mean, might as well. He, I think he, he did an episode of his best case, worst case with he's Francie He's been a guest on Hayes. this podcast. He has. Yes. Um, and they were just talking about Brett Kavanaugh and Dr. Ford and all that stuff. And I think he 
some people thought that he was uh, just being a little flippant and snarky when talking about Dr. Ford. Dr. Ford. Okay. Um, Well, I will say I went to dinner recently with um, Laura Richards, the mm -hmm. other half of of, of Real Crime Profile, and we were talking about the staircase, and Mm -hmm. and they recent episodes have been... Yes, they're doing it on Real Crime Profile. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and we were just talking, and she was just sort of watching her brain literally watching her brain sort of decipher all the information from the 911 call to like reading the police report to all of these things and her just throwing out this information I was just like I want to be with you all the time Laura Richards I mean I love both of them they're great Mm -hmm. and I'm sure you know Jim is a very he believes very strongly in what Mm -hmm. he believes in so I support that podcast through and through but I will say the staircase guys there was a two hour break between when she died and when the phone call to 911 was made. Mm. Throwing that out there. All right. Let's dive in. <laughs> Dorothy would go crazy at the beginning of this podcast. Um, uh, okay, so it is Miles' birthday. Fuck Miles. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. Here we are. We have Two dedicated. in a row. I know. We've dedicated so much to Miles well, lately. But that's because they did. They've dedicated. I think at the end, they just like ran out of storylines for the girls or something and threw them all to Miles, which is unfortunate because fuck Miles. They gave Miles a lot. Um, so Rose... He's handsome, though. I bet he's a good lay. <laughs> like, I bet he would be good in bed. <laughs> he is, does have a good beard he going does, right now. He does. He um, does. He's so better in Freaky Friday. Rose got Miles a golf club. Um, but Blanche thinks that's boring and that she should get him something Wait, sexier. but she's wrapping it... Like literally, like she's literally wrapping the surrounding of the golf club instead of like putting it in the box that it came in. She is just wrapping the actual golf club. It's such a it's such a rose thing, which is though. So like, what would be like? I'm I, as she was doing that, I kept imagining like someone wrapping a mm-hmm. dildo, like literally <laughs> wrapping a dildo, like taking it out of the box yeah. and wrapping it up, so yeah. you just see this phallic shape. Ah, I want to do that now. I also love, and I know it's obviously it's for the sake of the episode, the way they shot it. But I also love that Rose wrapped it in another room, but then brought it out into the living room to put the bow on it. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Um, It's, yeah. So Blanche Blanche thinks that's a lame gift and thinks that she should do something slutty. And she's like, and Rose is like, oh no, I'd feel cheap. Like you. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, have you ever taken slutty pictures for a boyfriend? No, but you know what? I was thinking. Oh, he's upstairs, so we should keep. We should be kind of quiet. I was thinking I might. I, he knows you've had sex with the people. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I oh. think I might do it for Stan, maybe for one of his birthdays. <gasps> oh my god, do it! You like, know, like with your I... iPhone or an actual photo shoot. No, like an actual photo shoot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have. I mean, the things that they do with iPhones sure. now, you could do anything. I really. mean, ask me. You know, once I get a, a price quote from someone. I mean, I feel like gay guys, we just send like so much of our naked bodies mm. digitally that like it's just like L- every gay dude's LTE network <laughs> is just like filled with filth. It's just it's just gross. So the idea of like a, a sexy photo, like lingerie, like why even have lingerie? Just like show the pee. You know what I mean? Like puss and pee, like show it all. Like, oh, why? I like to, you like I mean, the, the, the sexy appeal of like yeah, a lingerie moment. Yeah. Like the, um, yeah. Like I always what's, thought un- would, what's under there. I always thought know? it would be a funny, like either drag thing or like lingerie thing where someone, a woman's like in garter belts or something, mm-hmm. but then her underwear is just like the, um, blurred image of a naked you know how they like on TV they'll blur an oh, image of yeah. a naked thing, but it's that type of thing That's on the crotch. Very and, funny, right? That's yeah. funny, and that would be like funny, sexy. That's yeah. me. That's my yes, funny, that's sexy. Yes, that's you. Hashtag yeah. funny, sexy. <laughs> um, so 
Dorothy comes look in. Look at me naked and laugh. No. <laughs> yes. I like that though. I'm funny, sexy. Yeah. Um, so Dorothy comes in and she's going to be speaking at career day. Which you're a substitute teacher, honey. Like what That's are the, you? Yeah. No one is a, is aspiring to be a substitute teacher. It's, it is a little strange that she's speaking. I mean, and maybe she's speaking at career day as like, Hey, here's what it's like to be a teacher. Yeah. Maybe, but also Miles is teach speaking at career day, but he's just a professor at college. Again, why is that? That's not a career choice you necessarily make. Like m- uh, people who are professors at college are usually doing it because they want to write books or they want to they want to do more studying or they want to do these other things. Not so much be a teacher at college. It's also interesting that because there are so many different kinds of teachers. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wonder if if he's there just kind of giving very broad, you know, not specific to what he's teaching, but he's just like, here's what it's like to be a professor of yeah. a subject. At a college. Mm, I'm over him. Um, so uh, so then Rose tells a story about um, career day at St. Olaf, um, where the leading shepherd and notary came to speak. And this, this man sounds like, she says he was all by himself. He didn't hang around. He didn't have any human interaction. And I was like, oh, he's... For months. He's fucking the sheep, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, but I mean, it's that isn't a surprise from St. Olaf. We've we've heard other stories of sex with animals. Yes. There was a goat somewhere. Where was the goat? No, that's different from a sheep. Um, there was a goat, I think. And yeah, there's been other animals. I remember when the animal, some animal fucked a rat or something and it exploded. That happened before. Yeah. So there's maybe. a lot of animal sex that she knows about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, yesterday I watched a coyote eat a raccoon. Oh, no. It was outside my window. Not so much sex, but There was a coyote still. outside your window? You live on a fairly busy street. I know. I guess it's been dry. It hasn't rained lately. Well, what? <laughs> With, what's the <laughs> that's correlation why they come down. before? No, that's why they come down. So when, they, when the coyotes... Um. I live in an area near the canyon and the hills and stuff, and when the coyotes don't have enough sort of vegetation to live off of up mm-hmm. in the hills because it's dry, they come down into you know the suburbs or to like the community to look for food and water, basically. Thank you for filling in the blanks. I was very confused. Yeah, and, and I, well, I guess you don't see coyotes here because you're right near a busy street, but I mean, I'm on a busy street, but... I'm also they come not near through, any canyons. They come through the neighborhoods and they come down, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Um, so Dorothy is, she's going to teach a career day, but she's a little apprehensive about it because she doesn't actually think that teaching is rewarding anymore. Yeah, she's so disheartened by everything at this moment, which is real sad because, like, you know, she's it's, she's such an optimist. Like, she is an optimistic person. She has so many, like, hopes and dreams for for her students. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just, she loves teaching and yeah. it sucks. But, and this is why I think it would be, it would be beneficial for her to become a, a like a regular teacher because when yeah. she's a substitute, she doesn't get to pick the subjects that she teaches. And so, like, you know, so it sounds like she's a special ed teacher. I don't know, but she's getting called in to, to teach, to sub for driver's ed a lot. <laughs> she hates <laughs> filling up the cones. I hate putting up those damn cones. Did you have driver's? I didn't have driver's ed in high school. Not at my school. It was like a separate, was a separate private thing. company yeah, exactly. that we all went to. Yeah. 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 So um, strange. 
So, uh, so Dorothy is is at it, she's there for career day. Oh my god, and she's giving like a weird speech in the corner yeah, to like it three looks like, kids. I think she's supposed to be at a booth. Yeah, maybe. And she's giving a speech. And she looks uncomfortable because her like clothing doesn't necessarily fit. It looks like she's hiding something underneath oh, her interesting. coat. Yeah, it's this weird pink blazer. And I usually love everything Dorothy wears, but this was not an outfit I loved. And she she's standing there, and then the one kid's like, well, what does Joe have to say about it? And Joe then, who? And then he goes, Joe Mama, ho! I wish I could have been, like, the the casting directors brought mm-hmm. people into audition, and yeah. then they got all those auditions on tape. Well, I don't know how it worked back in the early 90s, but then they... Well, showed all of those auditions to the that, writers like, and they had to see a guy go Joe Mama and like dance I joked and when run we were away. watching that that dude now writes on The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it was a good read. He gave it a he gave it, yeah, he, it did. Was, he had a good amount but of energy. Considering in this episode there are three speaking roles of actors who appeared on other episodes of The Golden Girls. Yeah, and we'll we'll flag them as we find them. But I mean, so like I bet the casting for this episode was basically like who is that guy? Let's get him back. Like yeah. they probably they probably didn't meet with anybody. They just called in favors. They were like, guys, we got to get a solid comedic actor for this Joe Mama line. Yeah. We're just, we're gonna bring back other actors. This is we got to make sure we nail this. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so then, so then Miles is talking to another teacher, even though he's supposed to be. I'm assuming also giving. Sp- Beaches in a corner, in a corner to booth three people at career day. Yeah. Um, he's there talking to another teacher, and Blanche and Rose are also there. It's like everybody's gone to career day. Um, Blanche and Rose <laughs> are there, um, and Blanche thinks he's hitting on the woman, and she's doing that thing where you the see Miles over. and the woman, and she's like, you know, I want to see you undressed. What? I thought you had a girlfriend. Oh no, she's cool. Yeah. <laughs> So she does that whole thing. Which is really funny because it basically is, it's it's like Comedy Central level prank shows <laughs> that they do now. Yeah. You know? It was fun. Yeah. And then, so then she gets in Rose's mind and it ends with Rose going, we have to get to the photographer now. And they run away. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of like, like Blanche gets into Rose's head about Miles a lot. Mm-hmm. Like when she convinces him that she needs to cheat on him. She's like, yeah. I'm going to cheat on Miles. And then the other time when it's, uh, there's a drought and she doesn't want to have sex with him and Rose and Blanche is like, Oh, you can't tell him that you have to, you know, make something up. And you know, she tends to get into her head a lot with yeah. Miles and yeah. Blanche's idea of sexual communication is very, very different from Rose's. Mm-hmm situation with Miles. Yeah. Even though I have a feeling Miles is a bit of a freak. You think so? Yeah. Like that thing with the pocket and the keys. He's a bit of a freak. Yeah. And the whole like thing in this episode. The Tarzan thing and then they were like Godzilla and He probably does. They probably do a whole like cuckold thing. You know what I mean? A whole like strap on thing. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably like yeah, suck it. Bad. So the way that you're (laughs) funny, sexy, he's maybe um, freak. Yeah, well, because there's the other side of him. But maybe like ashamed. He's freak. like nerdy, freaky, because he also loves like the Thimble Museum and. Well, he probably has a small penis. Oh, and that's why he likes thimbles because they're little. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, so then, um, Dorothy, so then a guy walks over to Dorothy. Um, his name is Randy Becker, who He's is played, played by Tom Villard. Tom Villard. Interesting. Cause I always knew this cause Tom Villard, he had a lot of really prominent character roles in a lot of films. Like, you know, he was in my girl and he, I know he him was, from Greece too. He was in a, the he, better Greece. He had made a lot of cameo appearance, very memorable, very like, who's the boss. Like he'd done a lot. Um, and he was in another episode of the Golden Girls, yeah, the vacation he, episode from season two. Yes, where they get, quote unquote, shipwrecked. Exactly. But not quite. <laughs> yes. He's one of the three guys. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he moved to Hollywood in like 1980, and then he died in 94 of AIDS-related causes. Yeah. Um, but he was in two episodes, and both very memorable appearances. Mm-hmm. You know? He's got a great... I could listen to his speaking it's voice almost all like day, that accent. It's almost like a surfer, weird pot smoking dude voice yeah it's like a surfer but he's got like a little chicago in him you know like or a little i don't know it's i like it so r.i.p tom um but unfortunately gone too soon uh he is one of two people in this episode who have a hard time saying zbornak yeah he says zabort zabornak zabornak we we are in season seven yeah it's like z-a-h dash b-o-r-n-a-k yeah. Mr. Tanaka, who was also in another episode of The Golden Girls, also a, says Zabornak. A very important episode. He's the doctor that tells Dorothy that she does have a chronic illness. Yes, he plays Dr. Chang in Sick and Tired Part 2. Yeah, and that a lot of doctors don't recognize yeah. it because they are disrespectful to women. My yeah. mother went through the same thing with lupus. <sighs> Where they, they kept saying, like, oh, you're getting older, this is because you are overweight, or all these things. And then she goes to a doctor, and he's like, oh, I actually got lupus. And she's like, oh, thank God, I know. It was basically, like, she had Dorothy's part two chronic of chronic fatigue, fatigue syndrome, syndrome episode. It's really disappointing. And I was like, mom, mom, it's the chronic fatigue syndrome episode. And she's like, I have lupus. I don't care. Yeah, unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Randy Becker comes over to Dorothy. And he's like, hey, you used to teach me, which is what makes me think maybe Dorothy used to be like she was like a regular teacher back in I the day. So. Right? I think so. My, my, I don't know if we've ever had this breakdown of the timelines of who moved when and where. But mm-hmm. like I have a feeling that uh, that Stanley and Dorothy moved to Miami after the kids were all grown up as sort of a retirement home situation and brought Sophia down with them because, Mm -hmm. you know, she was a widow and was living alone. It wasn't safe for her to be alone in Brooklyn. And they moved to Miami and then that's where she started teaching again Mm -hmm. full time probably. And then that's when Stanley cheated and the whole, that all started. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the timeline. So it, it works out that this guy who at this point would have been in his like thirties probably. Yeah, he looks like around thirty. Yeah. So like yeah. ten years, twelve years before he had Dorothy as a teacher. It works out time wise. Yeah. If they moved to Miami right. to to retire. Yeah. That actually that all sounds about right. Yeah. See, I just figured out her backstory. Yep. Good uh, a job. Thank you. Um, thank you. So, thank you. So this is something that I actually think is really sweet when um with like with teachers running into students when they're you know older and, and they can be like wow I, I have you a know. good story about that oh good um, there is something nice to a teacher seeing a student mm-hmm. many years later who's done well and and I also know that it's funny you think of teachers they've got you know for, especially for teachers who teach for a long time they've mm-hmm. got 
hundreds, maybe thousands of students that yeah. are coming through every year. And I always have to wonder how much, you know, would a teacher remember certain students just because yeah. you have so many of them. But for me, I remember every single one of my teachers. So even if I ran into my yeah. kindergarten teacher, they were so memorable to me. I would recognize and I would know all of them, even if some of them might have a hard time remembering me just because they have so many students. They have so many students and you were so young. Yes, and also so little and yeah. you know, and you well depending on and... depending on the year, but yes, like certainly my my, you know, early, mm-hmm. you know, elementary school teachers and it's just so funny and I'm sure there are some teachers who just remember every single student and are amazing. Yeah, and, you know, or they're really good about faking it. Yes, sure. You know. What is your, what's your story? Oh, uh, well, my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Parsons, he was my first male teacher. Mm-hmm. I think they may have shared this before. Um, he was my first male teacher ever, and I was like, ooh, crazy. But he and I had a really good relationship, and I didn't know why then. He would let me read whatever I wanted to read and, like, let me do my weird things that I liked. And then years later, I, I was probably in my, like, mid-20s, and um, which is strange because I'm only 22. And, yeah, strange. Uh, and I went back to St. Louis and I went to the quick stop by my folks' place to probably pick up cigarettes. And I, uh, this was before I had cancer. And I saw this truck sitting in the parking lot and it had a rainbow sticker on it, which was rare back then in my community because mm-hmm. it just is a pretty conservative community. And I was like, good on them, good on them. And I go in and I get what I need to get and I come back out and I see Mr. Parsons getting into the truck and that was his truck and he was wearing some weird tank top and I was just like, what? This is so strange. <laughs> so it was a good bonding Aww. moment. Yeah, he's big and gay. I don't know where he is now though. I probably should have kept in touch. I didn't accept his friend request. Why? It just felt weird. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I probably all right. just forgot. So, um, so Randy Becker, uh, you know, so basically Dorothy kind of turned him into, cause he was like, uh, you know, like a slacker in high school and she turned him into like a hardworking guy and Dorothy's really proud of that. And now he owns this big video game business. Called Borealis. Yeah. It sounds like an ointment. Or it sounds like a CW show. Like Borealis. Yeah. Borealis. I don't know, like witches and nighttime. It sounds like something Sally Field Aurora would be Borealis. pushing. You know what I mean? It sounds like a commercial Sally Field would be like, I didn't know what I was doing, and then I discovered Borealis. <laughs> and now I'm able to live my life on my own terms. Thanks, Borealis. <laughs> and enjoy yogurt. <laughs> that's uh, no, I know. That's Jimmy the Curtis. That's Jimmy the Curtis. You crossed over too much. I'm so sorry. Um, so anyway, he's, uh, he's like, I need a motivational trainer for my video game business. Which in reality, and we learn this later, but in reality, he's just giving her a cushy job so that she can make some money and as a thank you, Yeah, you know, which is actually very, very sweet. Yes. It's very sweet. And, um, and she's like, yeah, that would be great. I'd love to. And he's like, I just have to see what Joe has to say about this. And she goes, and would that happen to be? Joe Mama! (laughs) (laughs) You did that really well. (laughs) It was, she gets into that. No, Joe Stewart, my business partner. And she's like, and then she gets all quiet and she goes, oh yes, of course, uh, Joe Mama's with IBM. (laughs) IBM. Way to save it. I just recently heard at a graduation speech, a friend of mine graduated and the president or former president of IBM, this fierce black woman was speaking and she was amazing. I forget her name now, but she was really cool. That's it. That's my That's IBM. It? Okay. That's my IBM connection, guys. All right. 
Also, it's so hard to say IBM without hearing IBS. I mean, now, back in the now, day, yes, it probably only now, wouldn't have been. Only because we yeah. hear the words IBS, I think, a lot more than IBM. Um, True. Yeah. I what do, does IBM even do these days? I don't know. Do they like, make things? Also, probably. it still sounds like... I mean, it sounds like IBS, but also BM means bowel movement. So it's like mm, it does, they're yeah. not really set up for. I mean, yeah, it seems it's they basically need to rebrand. Yeah, I mean, it might be past that. Maybe point they now. have. Maybe it's Microsoft now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get a Did comment you know from Venmo's somebody. PayPal. I had no idea. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, so back at home, so Dorothy's talking about how she's so excited to be starting this new job and she's going to give Sophia a raise in her allowance. Yeah. It's so cute when Sophia is like, how much of a raise are we talking? Yeah. And just Dorothy puts $1 in and she's like, Stan loved you more than that. And then she puts another dollar in and Dorothy's just loving it because she's able to do mm-hmm. it. It's really cute. Yeah. And in like two weeks, Sophia has enough money to buy the mo- the biggest TV set. Well, she I've bought ever it seen. on time. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean on time? So she she didn't fully pay for it. She's buying it like over payments. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I also thought it was really cute that she packed Dorothy lunch in a little pink lunch. No, this little pink lunch box. It looked like it had like you know those those whatever. I mean, we've gotten a lot of them too. But like a lot of times when people do Golden Girls type stuff mm-hmm. they use a really muted version of sort of the the banana leaves mm-hmm. with like some pink in there and yeah. it's like it's almost it's not quite a match of what they use but it's whatever it's from Blanche's bedroom and it looked like a sticker like that yeah like, yeah it was yeah. definitely it was flowery yeah did you have a bunch lunchbox like that um i had lunch boxes but we never did my mom was like you're not careful enough you lose every single one of them you get brown bags yeah, I had lunch boxes. I don't remember who was on them. And then I think at some point I advanced to like lunch coolers. Uh, yeah, like um almost like the yeah, like those little like Ziploc one mm. or not Ziploc, but the one with the zipper that you open it. You were a part of I'm the trying to remember. Class. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe. Um so uh so then um Rose comes out. <laughs> it, she's, she's decided this she's going to take flannel. Yeah, thing. I mean, that is. Does she actually sleep in that? That looks very much. Yeah, she sleeps in that. That looks very warm. Mm-hmm. First off, I know for Miami. Secondly, like it's longer than the dress she was wearing. Yeah. So what is she, who is she hiding from at night? That's just what she wears. Remember, she says it makes Miles hot. That long ass thing. Yeah. Miles is a freak. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Um, so Blanche is like, oh, no, 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 no. I no. mean, anyone who looks at that can say no. That's yeah. just no. And um, she wants her to dress up like a sexy nurse. Um, and it also reminds me of, remember, Betty White in her 20s posed yeah, nude. Yeah, Looked fabulous. Oh, yeah, I mean, if I, was, if I looked like that, I'd be naked all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we got to we got to do it now before we get older. Oh no, I'm past that point. Yeah. I yeah, I I'm just I can always gauge if someone's going to stick around if they can see what I actually sleep in and they're like I can handle what that. What do you sleep in? Oh my god, it's a tragedy. I sleep in the baggiest of shirts and these like ridiculously sort of like floral shorts things or I have these like black things, but I look a mess. It looks like I'm wearing maternity wear. Like, I literally do look pregnant in my sleeping area. And I, I knew Michael could handle it, 
when I sh- revealed this because it's just such a hot mess at night. I mean, it is just when I dress down, I am down. Like there is no fucks given. The hair is up in like a little tie thing. Like the <laughs> the ridiculous clothes are on. I got my Crocs. I'm good to go. Your I have to say your outfit today is slaying. Is it? Yeah, like you're it? wearing like I'm wearing a leopard print shirt. A leopard print shirt with like up. a black jumper with, a black with jumper. shorts. Michael made the jumper. It's very cool and they're yeah. like cuffed at the bottom and yep. you're wearing a black hat and yes. you've got kind of like bleached hair. It says hair. curves on it. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've decided I need to never have clothes that um have a waistline anymore. I think I think that's my new motto in life. Like no more waste. The Dorothy Zabornak yeah. look. I want to yeah. just embrace it and just let that go. Go with God with it. And I am. I'm just I'm walking around like a like a little child in a onesie for I'm everywhere I go. And you know what? Godspeed. I am into it. So um, we get to Dorothy's first day as a motivational trainer mm-hmm. in what I like to call the first of uh, two scenes in this episode that should be titled. White men in small groups are annoying. Yes. It's so <laughs> because true. Because they are in this episode. <sighs> so in this television writer's room in 1991, which is what this looks like, I just a bunch of like middle-aged white guys Some sitting around Some of them we've had on the bored. podcast. Oh, yes. Yes. I just lovely. mean generally. They're lovely. But yeah, it is just a group of white dudes always. Why are white? I mean, white dudes listening. I'm sorry. Like, I'm one of you. Well, not straight, but like boring. They're just so boring. It's just so, yeah. sometimes I'm just like, why? Like when I get around my brothers and stuff, I, I accidentally got into a group chain with one of my brothers and one of his straight buddies. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I have never been part of a more boring a group chain and a more juvenile group chain. Mm. Ugh. Not into what they're talking about. Not into it. Pass. Mm. Hard pass. So Dorothy tries to teach motivational speaking to this group of men who could not give a crap. They just want to go golfing. But the only person who's into it is Mr. Tanaka. Who did a report before he got there, detailing he read everything. Mm -hmm. And Dorothy makes what would probably be a maybe disrespectful, ignorant joke today. Yeah. um, When Mr. Tanaka is clearly probably some Asian country. We don't know, like Chinese, Japanese, who knows. Mm -hmm. And she says, we're never going to beat you people, are we? Yeah. Which, like, is fundamentally, it is a funny joke. But it also would not fly today. Would not fly today. Yeah. Um, I'm also trying to... So later also... Um, Randy uh, describes this as a trip. So his employees are coming to Miami to do this motivational program or training, whatever this is. And they're, they're, they work for a video game company. Are These they These guys are all in their like, 40s, it seems. What is... I, I just don't know what, I, the, yeah. what the point is. Yeah, I mean, well, like they it seems like a company retreat, company. maybe. Yeah. And that maybe even Randy doesn't live there. Yeah. Um, and that this is just sort of a temporary thing, an easy job. And maybe this is just a temporary job. Maybe it's not even a full-time job for Dorothy. But then also, why was he at career day if he doesn't live there? Maybe he, well, he was there speaking. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 
But I mean, I don't really know. But I, but I mean, I don't think he ever even said why he was there. But I, I think it's fair to assume he was there speaking about being a successful video game programmer. Maybe Dorothy should have, um, you know, maybe she would have the business more. Well, yeah. maybe she would have had more success if she framed it. I mean, not that it's on her to do this, but if she framed it in terms of video games and video game characters, like if she says, like, okay, Mario. In Mario's goal is to always save the princess, right? Yeah. But every time he gets to her, he finds out she's in another castle. Oh. What what keeps Mario is that motivated really what to fi- Yes, in the regular old school Nintendo Mario, you go to all these castles and you ju- and you run and you jump and and then you go down the flag and it goes dun, 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 dun. That's and so then it's like or maybe is it regular Mario or is it Mario 2 or Mario 3? It might be, anyway, it might be Mario 3, but it it always says, great job, but the princess is in another castle. So maybe she's like, okay, let's talk about how Mario motivates himself Mm. to go to that next castle, knowing, statistically, the odds are, the princess will also not be in that castle. Why is he going after the princess in the first place? Because he's got to save her, because um, Koopa, King Koopa kidnapped her. This poor pizza man. Yeah, well, he's a plumber. Oh, he's a plumber. <laughs> Who is the pizza guy? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I never played any of these guys. No. Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, again, maybe, not maybe. that it's on Dorothy. Would guys, it have helped? I don't I mean, know. I've met game people before, and they don't look anything like these guys. These guys look like accountants. Uh, they just look like assholes to me. Yes. So anyway... Back at home, Blanche and Rose are looking at um, Rose's sexy photos. I really wish we could have seen them. I mean, it would have been. There was an episode of Roseanne where they she goes and takes sexy photos. Basically, this exact plot line. Mm-hmm. And the pictures get seen by other people that they shouldn't be seen. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, and, and, yeah, we saw, I think we saw Roseanne's photos. So it would have been great to see Rose's photos. But, I mean... She's going to be respectful. We've seen her nudes already. What more do we need? <laughs> um, so, I love that uh, we've seen her nudes. I love that. Yeah. Like, she's such a baller. I know. She, I love her. Um, so she, in these photos, we know she's showing her hiney. Yeah. And that this is going to be the first time that Miles has seen her hiney because they always make love with the lights off, except for the time they were listening <laughs> to a concert on the radio. And when the applause happened, the lights went on and on off and, and on, on and on off and on and off because and and of the clapper. And then he did something where he did, he like, did a, like the Tarzan oh, 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 because then, the lights were going on and off. Uh, yeah. And then she got out of the bed and pretended to be Godzilla. And then he was doing King Kong. And they never had sex. That night, because they were too busy um, pretending to be King Kong and Godzilla, because they were too busy like taking out Tokyo, taking out the city. Yeah, um, which do you think that's a euphemism for anal? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I can definitely see that's that. That's being... my euphemism for anal, Michael. Let's take out Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that means. If you ever hear us talking about Tokyo, <laughs> all right, good to know. <laughs> Gross. You and I cannot handle each other's sex talk. It's love. It's beautiful. I can see Rose in a situation where, like, the foreplay has started, but she gets distracted, like, like playing pretend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely been there in many situations where my mind is not necessarily in the sex act in which I'm in. And so I just kind of lay there and, you know, go there creatively. 
Don't take notes, though. That's rude. Yeah, that's very rude. Yeah. Um, so then Dorothy comes in, and Sophia introduces her to her friend Lillian. Another person who's been on a past episode of The Golden Girls. Yes, Gloria Dorson, uh, who played Mrs. Ward in the Witness episode, where mm. Blanche finds out, I'm a failed man. Um, <laughs> also, I feel like Sophia has, like, nine friends named Lillian. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, Lillian's like, oh, I've known Sophia 25 years. She never mentioned she had a daughter, this and that. Um, anyway, <laughs> Sophia's just excited that Dorothy's making more money. And that, well, m- m- no, more so. I mean, she's excited about the money, but she's also very excited about proving to all of her friends that she's better than them now because of what her daughter does. Yes. Yeah, which is like the real thing. I mean, Sophia wants to be like you know, the cool cat on the street. It's also strange that, I mean, we're, we're talking, this is Dorothy's first week on the job. First week. And nothing's She's changed. Not even a part of the health plan yet. The, 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 the house looks exactly the same. Yep. No Everybody's dressed the same. The roof still isn't fixed. There's nothing, you, you know, know, there's nothing new to The shower to still flushes the toilet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just very interesting. Um, so, uh, oh gosh, this scene really bummed me out. So oh, at the, Miles' I, house, Okay, first off, why does Miles, who, I mean, he's a professor at a university. I know for a fact that they make very good money because I've been to a professor's house and he was very big. Mm-hmm. And not Did you massive. meet him at a career day? No, no, I did not. <laughs> but uh, why is he living in a, a townhome? That's the first Oh, I think thought. his home is quite nice. It's a townhome, though. He should. He's he's a he's a professor at a university. He probably has a lot of books. They're not going to fit in the town home. Okay. Moving to a home home. Okay. Uh, and then it's just it's just Rose and him there, mm-hmm. and they're having a quiet birthday celebration. And then also like all of his friends then suddenly show up. Like all the, yeah. the department suddenly shows it's up. It's his English department colleagues. I'm in my. We're both in our mid thirties. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in my. No, I'm in my mid early thirties mm-hmm. still. Um, I forget how old I am sometimes. And I would never, ever, my friends know they would never, ever do that. My friends in my 50s, they're not going to come, a group of them surprise me at my door. What's also interesting is because I'm pretty sure none of them had any speaking lines because you have to pay actors more money for that. Yeah. So I also think One that, of them did. One of them oh, did. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. okay. So he did have a speaking line. Yeah. But like, yeah, they just like bum rush the door yeah. and they all come like running in with their presents. He says something like, don't open it on our, or don't not open it on our account. It's your birthday. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing or something. I forget yeah. What he said. And so here's Rose. She's just mortified. She has... She has legitimately so. She's become a very she's put herself in a very vulnerable situation to take these sexy photos for miles. We haven't seen her nudes, Mm -hmm. and he goes to open it in front of all the guys, and she's like, "No, those are naughty pictures of me." And she says that next to his ear, starting to open it. It's very clearly a picture frame. It's just as obvious as the golf club was in the thing. And he's like, oh, Rose, you would never. And then literally holds it out for all of his friends to see. I know that that's, it's just the way he happens to hold it out. But like. Miles is an asshole. Yeah. An asshole. And Rose showed her uh. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and Rose, <laughs> this, oh, this absolutely killed me. And Rose oh. grabs her purse. And she's I know. Mortified and she, she runs, runs out. She runs and out it terrified. My heart. I mean, it's embarrassing, it's, especially for someone as modest as Rose yeah. and as sweet as Rose to mm-hmm. be exposed on that level. I mean, 
It's yeah, it's just not it's not cool. It's just, this is when I hoped Miles went away, and thank God he does. Mm-hmm. Last episode for Miles, guys. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I can't sing. Uh, um, so Dorothy is back at the motivational training. She's going to give it another shot. She's going to give it another attempt to maybe try to see if she can't snag him with a bit of a motivation herself. Yeah, so she starts to get, you know, she really amps up. She, she gives them a nice, good motivational speech. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty much to the same effect. Yeah, they all leave. And then Randy comes back in the room and Randy's like, this is an easy job. I did it to sort of say thank you, which I mean like I said before, is a Mm -hmm. really nice gesture. Like, that's very sweet Mm -hmm. of him. But Dorothy, she has standards, and she, you know, she has principles that she has, she lives by, and she wants to go back to high school and teach so that she can inspire a kid like she inspired Randy, which is great and noble, but, like, you were a full-time teacher then. Right. Now you're a substitute. Like, there's a difference here. Like, take the big-paying job, honey. Dorothy's horrible with money. We do know she has that gambling problem. Um, also, before Randy comes, you know, Mr. Tanaka's been the only um, guy, the only person that she's really gotten through to. And then he gives her a yo mama joke. Well, I mean, at that point, he's just like, I've done all the work. He did all the work. Yeah. So, like, why not do a yo mama joke? But then he's like, something, something, Tojo. Tojo mama. Is Tojo a name? I'm sure it is. Okay. If Topol is. Okay. Uh, he, Mr. Tanaka also doesn't, he also says Zabornak. Again, guys, actors, you've been on two, this is now your second appearance on the show. Second. And we're, you were in a scene with her. We're in season seven. The show's been on for a minute. Multiple Emmys. There's no A. It's just Zabornak. 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 Zborna. Not Zabornak. Do the Zborny. Yeah, the Zborny has been around for a while. Zborny is a very popular product. Right. Have you not heard it on infomercials late at night? It should be drilling into your brain. It's in that little aisle you you pass in Walmart or Target as seen on TV. But maybe this is just karma coming back to Dorothy for her inability to pronounce things correctly often. Marguerite. Programs. Programs. Process. My programs. Mario. I can't. I wish I could do that like Alaska. Programs. Yeah, you got it. I can't. He does it so much better. Mm. He gave me a great drag name, him and Jeremy. What's your drag name? Ready for this? Ready. You guys going to die. Okay. You're going to die. Jeremy's his pianist. You're going to die. Sadie Pines. You, I'm so sorry. You said pianist. Jeremy has, is his pianist. Yeah. It sounded like you said Jeremy is his penis. Go ahead. No, Jeremy is not his penis. I know. I've met Jeremy. Jeremy's been on the podcast. Yeah, I adore Jeremy. He's lovely. He's his It just pianist. sounded like from across the couch, it sounded like you said, a name him and Jeremy Someone's gave to me. Someone's mind is in the gutter. Jeremy is his penis. I'm so sorry. Say it again. I bet his penis is um, Anchorage. Because <laughs> his name's Alaska. That's great. Yeah. Text come, him that. Come have a ride on my Anchorage. He'll listen. Um, so say say the name Sadie again. Sadie Pines. That's amazing. Right? That's perfect. That's so great. Jeremy came up with that, I think. I think that's, I forget the text chain, but it, but I was texting. That's amazing. Time. Yeah. I love that. Sadie Pines. I love Sadie, that. Sadie Pines, ma. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Sadie, Funny, sexy. Sadie. Um, <laughs> so, so Dorothy's going to go back to teaching yes. and then I wrote this all out. So I'm going to read it. Then oh, the she, video game? she has an idea for a video game, which is quite morbid. <laughs> Dorothy is, I mean, she's got some real pent up anger for Sophia here. Yeah. This is her idea for a video game. 
there's a very old white-haired mother who keeps talking and talking and talking, and there are all of these different ways to kill her. (laughs) And Randy's like, that's kind of weird. And she goes, no, no, I've thought it all out. And when you get to level four, you just get to nuke her. You just nuke the hell out of her. And that's the end of the scene. Wouldn't it have been great if she actually came up with Mike Dennison's Be A Day? That would have been amazing. Or what's the game called? Be... Is it Be A Day? I think it's Be A Day. Might be. What do you think the name of that video game would be? Nuke Mom. Nuke Ma. Nuke Ma. Nuke Ma? Uh, it, would mm. do, it would do well in Japan. Um, let's see. It would sound like a food item. Nuke Ma. I'll have some Nuke Ma with noodles. Nuke Ma. Nuke Ma. Yeah, I can't think of anything. We should have thought about what that video game would be called. Mm, yeah, I, that, I just kind of went, okay. went My brain went elsewhere. Anyway. No, I'm and then, of and then every time you think you nuke her, it's like, sorry, but your ma's in another city. <laughs> and then, and then there, and then the, then the, you get to the next level, and there's a nice motivational speech said by like a villager before you get into the next city. <laughs> and you're allowed to gamble with your money. Um, okay, so back home with Rose. Um, uh, she's talking to Blanche and she's so embarrassed and yeah, she's mortified. Um, she's like, look, you know, there, there you know, there was an, there's a negative aspect to what happened and a positive aspect. And, um, and she's like, you know, Blanche is like, you know, the negative aspect is, you know, it was a, a sordid exhibition with strange man. Mm-hmm. And then Rose goes, and what's the positive? And she goes, I slept with the photographer. And she just and walks away. And then she just gets up and walks out. I know. I feel like there are two moments in this episode where Blanche just kind of is in the middle of a conversation with somebody, but then just says something yeah, funny and walks Blanche away. Blanche really didn't have much going on in this episode, did she? She really, she didn't really. But she stirred the pot a lot. She really did. Yeah, like, we never hear if Rose is, like, do you think Rose wishes that she could take it back? Like, do you think Rose regrets taking the, no, the photos? No, I don't think Rose has regrets. No. I don't think Rose lives like that. I think Rose accepts it as what it is, mortified, of course, and then moves on. What can she do? She's not friends with those dudes. I know. And Miles makes it better. This is actually, this, I mean, okay. I'm going to be nice. Miles in this next scene makes it much better in that it's very sweet. It's a good exit scene for him as an actor, a very Mm -hmm. long-time character on the show. Shouldn't have been. But um, it's a very good scene where he comes over and he's surprised that she ran out. And she's like, I was, you know, that was meant for you. That was Mm -hmm. only meant for you. It wasn't meant for everybody else. And Although here's my question, it wasn't a frame, so I'm wondering what did she think? Did she think he was going to hang it in a place that nobody would ever see? Yeah, in his bedroom or something. You don't think anybody would ever go into his bedroom? No, I've never been in your bedroom. Sure, you have. When you got a tour of my new place, you you went into the yeah, bedroom. but I didn't memorize what was on the wall. And plus, you ain't putting your puss on the wall. Don't uh, <laughs> don't you think if I had a if I had like a, a sexual photo, I would of, I would hope you would put that in a private place. Yes. So maybe he would hang it like in his bedroom closet or something. Because that's probably where he masturbates in the corner. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. No, but he's she's mortified, and he's just he gives this analogy of. Betty Grable, a poster during the war, something, blah, blah, Well, he says, yeah, when he was in the army. Well, before he does say the nice thing to her, he does say something kind of shitty to her when he's like, look, you know, when I was in the army, I had a picture of Betty Grable in my locker or blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, and she had the best legs, da, da, da. 
and and Rose is and like, Rose is like, oh, it's sweet. And 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 she's like, best legs. He's like, well, second best. And yeah. she's like, oh. And he was like, because Rita Hayworth, she had. I mean, and it was, was a like, joke. Sure, it was a joke. I mean, but, I think I, I love when couples can do that to each other. It's really, it's really cute. Yeah. Michael thinks I'm 180 years old. Does he? Yeah. He asked me what life was like in 1948. I don't know, but it's funny. <laughs> that is very funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, then he's like, uh, there's a, you know, there's an old saying, when you're young and beautiful, it's an accident of nature. But when you're beautiful and older, you created that yourself. Oh, that's Something me. Like that. That's yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Maintaining that beauty. That's. Mm-hmm. Takes a lot of ointments, but yes. Yeah. On eye cream. Yeah. I, I, yep. I moisturize everything. Yeah. <laughs> Always moisturize, guys. Always wear sunscreen. It is very Drink important. a lot of water. Sunscreen, water, moisturize. Mm-hmm. Those th- th- are very important. Yeah. Very important. Um, so then they kiss. Yeah. Goodbye forever, Miles. Goodbye, Miles. We're so glad you're gone. I always hated you. You almost got Rose murdered. He did. He almost got Rose murdered. He did. He almost got a mafia hit on all of the girls. I know. This man is dangerous, and he's using a fake name still. Mm-hmm. He's still going by Miles. Mm-hmm. His fake name. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm just because usually when I bring this up, you tell me not to dwell I on it. I hate him. I hate him. No, I mean, I just, it's, I just hate him. So, meanwhile, Sophia has bought a giant ass TV and has named one it of Tanya. Old, yeah, Tanya. One of those old school like big screen TVs that were like you know, took four men to move into a house. Yeah, because yeah. it sits on that, like, built-in console thing. Yeah. Um, it's also horrible placement because she's it's right in it, front of the kitchen door. It's right in front of the kitchen door, but also if you're sitting on the couch, you'd have to crane your neck to the left yeah. to watch it. Yeah. So yeah, terrible placement. Very bad. Very it's going to be like when they try to move the toilet. It's like... Yeah. 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 It's very heavy. And then Dorothy comes home and says she quit the job and, mm-hmm. you know, and... Sophia's like, oh, well, I might keep a TV. And, and Dorothy's like, how are you going to pay for it? Because she's paying for it, you know, in mm-hmm. time. And how does she say she's going to pay she's for like, it? She's like, oh, I have the negatives of, of Rose's oh, yeah. sexy photo shoot. And she, she's like, there's a market. There, which is true. There is. There's I, definitely yeah, a market out that. there for it. Yeah. Um, I also think that because Sophia does all these like get rich quick schemes, mm-hmm. you know, when she's giving them all the water. She's like, we're rich. We're rich. It comes from the hose out back. <laughs> like I could... I could see her on the street as if she were peddling bacon, lettuce, and potato sandwiches, but instead she's just like, nudes, nudes, <laughs> get your nudes. There are these postcards in New Orleans once that I saw, and it was all like, you know, older women, like probably in their 50s and 60s in lingerie or naked with their like boobs out and stuff. Maybe that's where Sophia yeah, sold Yeah, that's the where pictures. it would end up. Um, and then yeah. there's a cute tag at the end of the episode where Sophia's posing in her nightgown, her yeah. long, uh, modest nightgown um, for the photographer, and it's very I love cute. It. I love uh, it. And that's the episode. That's the episode. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it had some fun moments. I mean, it wasn't a bad episode. I'm glad this is Miles' last episode, as I've said many times. Um, and it's a fun episode. It's stupid. It's fun. It's like yeah. getting to the end where, and these last few episodes are amazing. I really love the Roses High School oh Reunion gosh. one. And, of course, then the last episode. It's so crazy that they're about to end the series. And they're like, hey, 
let's almost kill Rose again. Yeah. Like again. Rose has almost died. Rose and Sophia have almost died so many times on this so show. So many times. Whereas Dorothy and Sophia or Dorothy and Blanche have not. No. Dorothy, what? She had a, she had had a foot, foot surgery. And of course her chronic fatigue syndrome. We shouldn't play that down at all. Of course that's a whatever. I mean, it's not but like, like death. The women, like Sophia almost chokes to death. Like yeah. she... They almost killed Rose. These women. Almost gets AIDS. Rose has a heart attack. <laughs> like they just. I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, golden takeaway. My golden takeaway from this episode. I kept trying to think of funnier things to call Alaska's penis. Um, that was my first golden takeaway, but I won't settle on that because that's probably too crude. Um, but I'm trying to think of something with Sarah Palin. Uh, but my real golden takeaway from this episode is Dorothy, if you want to work, just get a full-time job. Like if you really mm. want to inspire, if you want to do a dangerous minds, Michelle Pfeiffer thing, like yeah. do a girl mm-hmm. go into Miami. There's a bunch of like kids I'm sure in inner Miami who aren't getting the education they need from great teachers. So like go and do it girl. That's a good one. Thank you. Um, my golden takeaway is that. I feel like I should be coming up with fun ideas for video games. You should? Yeah. Mm. I feel like I have some really well, solid ideas. Well, you and ideas. Stan together. I mean, we watch on one of these like these these gaming device things. What is it called? Oh, we're, we watch it on an Xbox. Oh, yeah, we watch it on an Xbox. It's Stan's Xbox. So, like, you guys already are halfway there. You have an Xbox. I don't even have that. Yeah. Yeah. I have I, the Wii Fit board. Oh, that's something. Just the board, though. Oh. I you don't, don't have a Wii? I didn't know you had to do all that. Yeah, you gotta. It's like having the Nintendo trackpad, but without it's Nintendo. It's just too much. Yeah. It's just too much. Yeah. Who has time for that? <sighs> Scoozy. That's my golden <laughs> takeaway. Um, guys. We, we don't are, know what the next episode is, actually. Well, the next episode of the podcast that we will be watching is Home Again Rose. We've got parts one and two yes. before the finale, but. We have uh, before the finale comes, we will have a few special episodes for you guys to again just prolong this podcast ending for as long yeah. as possible. It's what we want. We know it's what you want. We're gonna have some great guests on the special episodes, and we're also we will be doing the Golden Palace. We're figuring out how we're gonna do that, mm-hmm. um, and it will come before the final episode of this series uh, of the podcast. So, like you know, there's a lot to come. So just chill with us every two weeks and sometimes two and a half because of errors on my end mm. and and uh and yeah it's gonna be fun yeah yeah and uh you guys can follow the podcast we're on facebook we're on twitter we're out on the lanai.com keep chatting with us yeah. i i on my lunch breaks a lot i'll go on our our golden girls facebook page or the twitter page and just have so much fun talking to you guys and hearing what you think about the episodes yeah. it's the best and yeah definitely check in i mean follow me on everything and listen to um you're making it worse on starburns audio we had some fun guests on recently. yeah you've had great guests it's yeah, a fun podcast it's been fun yeah we talk about all the things that annoy us as gay people and I am Squid Eat Squid on Twitter. I'm Squidzy on Instagram. And uh, keep an eye out in the next coming months, sometime in the wintertime, uh, a show that I'm writing on will start Ooh. airing on ABC. It's a spinoff of the Goldbergs. It's called Schooled. It takes place in the 90s. You guys know that is my jam. That is my decade. Wait, now that you work for ABC, do mm-hmm. you get in free to Disneyland? No. <laughs> Fuck that. Why'd you take the job then? No, but I will say... As of this moment, it might change, but as of this moment, in the first episode of Schooled, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this yet, in the first 
five seconds of the episode, there's yeah. a Golden Girls reference, and I was the one that put it there. Oh, that's good. So you guys should watch. I will, as we get closer, I will announce when the yes, show will be airing. Do. But please do. there's a Golden Girls reference in the first five seconds. You're welcome, America. Boom. <laughs> Mic drop. Well, yes, you just want to drop it. You don't want to, of course, drop it because it's I very didn't. expensive. I did Yeah, we paid for yeah. this. Well, actually, you guys paid for this. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, yeah. But we, I did it on my hand. Yeah. It was very, like, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, it's falling. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. Catch it. I caught it. <laughs> guys, until next time. <laughs> Remember, as always, stay golden. Stay golden.